everybody, this is the Dope Games Joe Sniz. I wanted to let you know that the Ocean Blue Hot Tuna t-shirt is available for purchase through the shop tab at chaddukeshow.com. Become the envy of all your angler friends and water body enthusiasts by going to chaddukeshow.com and clicking the shop tab. And if anybody needs any cocaine, just hit me up through my social media. Action. Don't laugh! This ain't reality TV! Can we get serious now? It's the Fortress Film Society on the Chad Duke Show. Can't show it till my mic is turned on and you can't stand it. You can't do the show till the mic's turned on. Hey everybody! Hey everybody! It is the Fortress Film Society here on the Chad Duke's show. We are broadcasting live from the Fortress of Solid Dudes, presented by Monk's Barbecue, home of the Succotash Weenie. <laughs> Go on out there and order the Succotash Weenie, and then if they don't give it to you, produce your weenie. That's the pass. That's the password. No, don't do that. Please don't do that. It's crazy that's on that. the ad copy he gave you. <laughs> I'm reading straight from what Monk texted me before the show. Oh. No, I kid because I care. Uh, Monk's BBQ on Twitter and Instagram. I am your host, Jude. There is Jim Jester, who is having himself one hell of an American evening. Hello, Jimmy J. How are you, buddy? <laughs> hey there, boy. What's hey happening, buddy? Hey there. Of course, this is a different day. 24 hours later, uh, but a little while ago, Jester had a whole bunch of seltzers in one show and decided that he was just going to be absolutely revolting for the rest of the night. So It just carries right on over. It certainly does. And uh, technically, boys, the Fortress Film Society, but this is also operating as the Friday <gasps> episode oh, of man. the Chad Duke Show. Friday, so. Friday, Galaxy on Monday. Hallelujah, hallelujah, it's Friday. The weekend's here and we'll have a kid of me. We'll relax. Hallelujah, hallelujah, and take off our slags. Hallelujah, hallelujah, it's in a rubber house in a rotten underwear. Hallelujah. Very good. Thank you, Nino. Uh, happy Friday to everybody. And if you're enjoying their show today, consider subscribing to ChadwickShow.com. That is Loud Goats over there. Yes. Hello, yes. Goats. Hello. It's good to be back in the fortress joining the Film Society. I would agree. And thank you again for coming out to our 500th episode. And we have the uh, the global uh, the globetrotter over here is what we call him, Mr. Matt Lottie Daddy, we likes the party. Handsome Matty Tube Steaks, fresh off of his sabbatical to Smashville, Tennessee, home of the Tennessee Football Titans. Hello, Dotson. I could not have driven faster away from that city after that weekend. Oh, so really? Too much? It was too much. Too much when I went there last yeah. time. It was too much after the first yeah, yeah. day when I was there. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. First day when I got that bang on the door at 830 from Joe where he said, <laughs> uh, we're hungry for breakfast. And I said, well, they go to breakfast. He goes, but we can't go alone. And I was like, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to see if this window opens and I can jump out of the 15th floor. Look, there's the Batman building. All right. I get it. Um, there you go. Well, it's good to see you, Dottie. It's been a minute. Yeah, I missed you guys. Missed you, too. Oh. Bunch of stuff to talk about tonight. We're going to get to Goat's Selection. Whose turn is it? I believe it's yours. Ooh, thank God I have a movie for us. <laughs> well, um, we could have called an Audible and let Jester pick one. No, we could not. <laughs> 
That's, that's not Wait, Ant-Man versus the Wasp. <laughs> all no. three of you said no so quickly. It's very upsetting. There's no, no. way. Well, you've lost all your L.A. privileges, Jester. Um, also, I've, I've probably seen every movie that's on your hard drive, dude. Sorry. And also, the other issue is, is that Jester doesn't know when a movie is a movie, and he thinks... <laughs> He, th- he watched Prey, and he said, well, I didn't know we was back in Cherokee times. And I said, no, no. It was no. a live broadcast, yeah, actually. It's, it's That's a, the <laughs> movie gesture. Them French conquistadors sure are a problem. No, 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 no. That was supposed to be a long time ago. We'll get to that. Um, so we'll uh, we'll talk about that. I did want to uh, briefly touch on um, there was some Adams Family news. And uh, I the, the original Adams Family. Dottie, I don't know if you have much of a file on it. Uh, Tim Burton. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's a tremendous comedy, and uh, Raul Julia plays Gomez Adams, which I think is maybe one of the finest performances ever turned in by anyone anywhere doing anything. And uh, there's a new, I guess it's a miniseries coming out. Okay. Like a six-episode series for Hulu. I lose track of how long anything is supposed to be anymore, if it's just one season or if it's the start of a new universe or anything like that. Where's the Munsters going that was netflix. netflix okay so adam's family's going on netflix too is okay what it's going to be so i watched the trailer today and i uh i had some thoughts so uh we'll get to all of that but uh go the floor is yours it was your selection for this round it was indeed and for this go round we watched 1987's extreme prejudice directed by uh, Walter Hill yes. and starring Nick Nolte as Jack Benteen. I was confused about this movie because I thought it was a documentary on Othman Boucherib's political ideologies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had to make sure that it wasn't before uh, before putting it before the before the yeah. house. Uh, and he, uh, Jack Benteen is friends with Powers Booth's character, I believe, Cash Bailey. Some of the greatest names. Oh, yeah. There's a guy named, like, Tub Rico. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Chubb Luke, I believe, was the name. I went to see Chubb Luke one time at the 930 Club. He opened for too short. It was one of the best concerts I've ever seen in my life. It's uh, Jack and Cash are uh, childhood friends who are now on opposite sides of the law in Texas, where Jack is now a Texas Ranger, and Cash Bailey is a narcotics kingpin just south of the border. Uh, not quite in old Mexico City. Old uh, Mexico City! But uh, just, just down across the Rio Grande, apparently, as referenced in a few moments in the movie. Uh, complicating matters is there going to their inevitable showdown is a group of military operatives that I was never quite sure whether they were mercenaries, ex-military, or active military on secret ops or anything like that, uh, just out to do their own thing, whether it's a mission or they've gone rogue. uh, We have the whole movie to sort of figure that out as as tensions rise and escalate to a uh, rather fiery finale. Led by Michael Ironside, yeah. who I, I would watch paint a fucking wall if there I was, could. There was a rogues gallery of not just notable names, but a lot of, oh my God, that guys in this movie. So many people I like in this movie, including, and this is, I don't think either one of you guys is going to get this, but somebody out there will. The gentleman that plays Tasty Taste in Fear of a Black Hat is in this movie, which is one of my favorite, you mentioned a Spinal Tap. Yeah, one of my favorite mockumentaries of all time about the uh, the hip hop industry. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen that one. I'm more familiar with CB4. Sure, of course, everyone but is. That's the. But it's, not, but it's not about guys wearing hats. So if anybody right. gets a chance, watch Fear of a Black <laughs> oh Hat. God, it I've is see this. tremendous. And that's the lar- the larger gentleman. Yes, like not. Uh... Well, no, no, no. Tasty. No, that's um, Tone Deaf is who you're thinking okay. of. Tasty Taste is the small, skinny guy oh. that's supposed to be the Easy E character. Lamar from Revenge of the Nerds. There it is. I'm gonna take your word for yeah, it. I've actually never seen Revenge of the Nerds. 
as soon as he showed up on screen, I said, "Well, this is random." Okay, for a 1987. I know from fear movie. of a black hat. <laughs> no. I was very excited it's to on see Showtime. Him. Shocker Jester's pumping his fist to Revenge <laughs> of the Nerds. I love it when Goat and I are so similar. You guys have so much in common. <laughs> Um, all right, you were saying I'll go. But, yes, the motion picture leads to a fiery climax, I guess you would say. It certainly does. And uh, it, it really leaves you with some questions, uh, eh, but a lot of action if that's what you're into. And I, I feel like that's kind of – I've read that it's a hidden gem or a lost gem of 80s action movies uh, because it doesn't quite have the same – uh, reputation as some of the other larger names, uh, maybe more of the Schwarzenegger movies, and I'm not 100% sure why it kind of got lost in the shuffle, I guess. A lot of the actors in this movie I'm big fans of, but honestly never saw them in a lot of stuff in their younger days. Clancy Brown is in this. Uh, he's a 10, and he's a young, good-looking dude yeah. in this. Um, Powers Booth is very smooth-skinned in this. And also smooth-voiced. It's yeah. still deep, but it doesn't have that I've smoked a thousand cigars in the last three weeks kind of tone to it. They did a great job of writing lines from him. And Rip Torn, who's always been in everything that I've watched him in, the Hey Now guy, has been a goofball. Yeah, a little bit comical in yeah. most things. Yeah, uh, I know. He was just a, you know, I'm a sheriff, kick-ass type of fucking, you know, gunfights and all that. So, um, and Nolte is... Nick Nolte for me is gravelly voice. This is back when Nick Nolte was still kind of a human. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eventually, Before the mugshot. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, he just turns into some sort of like walking Marlboro cigarette, um, which all I love. Like I love Nick Nolte. There's a movie called The Three Fugitives, which if you've never seen, it, it's with Martin Short and Nick Nolte is a reformed bank robber, and they think he's robbing a bank, but it's actually Martin Short, and so he's like trying not to get arrested while he's also. Thrown into this fiasco. Is that the one with the daughter? Yeah, the daughter's yeah. involved in that <laughs> one as well. It's a great, it's a, it's a fun comedy. Um, but that is kind of where my Nick Nolte file starts, and this is he's a younger man in this movie. Yeah, very. And he vibrant. breaks shit house. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. And they waste no time establishing him as a no nonsense. Yeah. law enforcement to the bone kind of guy. I love it. Walks yeah. into a big cantina and starts out, has a gunfight with a dude that apparently is known as Olife. And uh, Maria Cachito Alonso, of course, Running Man. Very yes. famous for Running Man. Very excited for Absolutely. her. Absolutely. She's uh, in a lot of wonderful movies. Show some titty. What was that line Powers Booth had at the end? Where he's like, yeah, if you want to say something, let me see them titties. Well, like, it was, what the yeah, fuck? It was, it was like to motivate them to have a better fight, I think. It was just kind of ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Not enough leg. <laughs> All right, get over here, Cash Wheeler. Fucking <laughs> great names. Great names in this movie. Um, what'd you think? I enjoyed it. Um, I think there was my overall take on it was the narrative could have been a little more, I guess, well woven. Uh, it did feel like it was just sort of there to take us from one action scene to the next, but the action scenes were so enjoyable. I forgave the. It's, it's kind of like when you're watching professional wrestling and the story isn't really well put together. But the action is so good that you don't care. Yeah. I feel like I was in that that uh, category with this one. I enjoyed what I was seeing on screen. I was never bored. I was never just like, all right, get on with it. It, got, it gave you just enough to keep you interested in what the character's motivations were without beating you over the head with it. Maybe a little more exposition would have been good, but I wasn't too upset. I think one thing that really works for it is there's a couple different things going on, at least in the first half of the movie, right? You have... 
the operatives doing this bank heist, right, and trying to pull things off, and you're trying to figure out what they're doing and how they fit into this conflict between uh, Nick Nolte and Powers Booth. And I think that's cool, and it's cool to see, you know, like a modern bank heist in a western because well yeah it is you know what, what do they call it a, a neo western yeah. you know you're saying but you're saying a modern bank heist and uh you know, that gets even more elevated with a movie like hell or high water but i like seeing that in here and uh with with some of the gunfights i don't know like you're you're looking at like other 80s action movies that are coming out other 80s directors i thought that there was a little bit of michael mann in it and if you had told me oh michael mann made this movie for television or something like that i would have believed you um but walter hill also has that has that power. I mean, we and we just uh, the last goat movie was also Walter yeah. Hill, right? Uh, Hard times. Yes, I went so, back to the well. Yeah, this this totally worked for me. Um, did, was it in four three when you watched it? It's standard definition when I watched it. I searched for the HD. It was a couple bucks more. Oh, I didn't even get that option. I couldn't find that. Yeah. Was, I believe it was on uh, the uh, the Fruit Computer Company's uh, website. I checked the, there yep. too, and they huh. I, I could only find standard def. And then the Voodoo website has it, and that was SD, and the ratio was off. I uh, got like the attention. Don't like the copyright don't warning freak out. at the start yeah. of it, which I didn't even realize was in. So I think it was just I watched Some... a straight rip of like a VHS tape, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. which I thought was cool. I mean, I like that stuff. It's gritty. <laughs> yeah, it's it almost daring. feels like it's kind of the appropriate way to watch that yeah, movie. Yeah. Definitely. It reminded me of uh, reminded me of Commando, especially at the very end. There's the scene where Arnold rolls up on the island and kills seven hundred and fifty thousand <laughs> Hispanic gentlemen, and um, Nick Nolte has kind of a similar gunfight at the end of this. Um, this is a there's some comical parts of this oh, movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, sure. The, the, the I did like the part where he has this shootout with a guy, and then the guy's brother wants to have revenge on him. And that honestly is not even really much to do with the plot itself other than the fact that he's going after those their boss, the guy that's running the, the drugs that's his former friend. But it gives Michael Ironside and his crew like a chance to scout Nick Nolte yeah. and see, oh, this guy's not fucking some hillbilly or whatever. So I'm, I'm with you on that. There's like you're kind of trying to figure out what's the main storyline here and is this team of mercenaries, are they good guys or bad guys? Sam, Sam uh, Forsyth, I believe is his name, has one pretty hideous monologue in the middle of like a dmv and oh, you're yeah. like what in the shit is going on it was here quite saucy yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they um they make sure you know those guys are friends afterwards um yeah that felt good <laughs> yeah i was like wow that'd be strange if you know that guy and you're saying those things to him um that part of it was kind of for me refreshing and that it's so not okay any of the stuff that happened in this movie you'd never be able to make it again and you're like oh yeah this this stuff used to be able to be in movies um the shootouts were fun. Nolte's great. Like, Nolte's great is kind of a fucking Chuck Norris type. I've, no one really gets close to touching him in this movie. Very much an old school, like, Western sheriff. Like, I'm yeah. upholding the law, and that's my entire reason yeah. for living. And he's got some great lines where he's like, I'm particular about who I drink with. Or he, he goes, yeah. I can bring you tequila. I like to, I'm a cop of man that likes to get my own things, or whatever the fuck he says. Yeah. Like, he's got some great old-timey Western speak, but um, I don't know how you could watch this and not have a great time like it's just a, it's a fun action shoot 'em up old school aggro fucking movie yeah. um i don't know what what is that um there's like some sort of theorem now where it's like a woman has to spend seven minutes or more talking the to Bechtel, another woman Bechtel test. yeah it this fails uh, so badly <laughs> um but it, you know it's just it, it doesn't need to be all that heavy and then uh, i think powers booth is fucking great like he's such a jive turkey and he's got the white suit on <laughs> and the shitty state is like hey man you try to I, I drop all these pearls of wisdom on these boys and they can't understand a fucking thing i'm saying like <laughs> i liked his character so much and he clearly had so much affection for Nick Nolte's character that he's giving him all of this uh, 
fair passage where yeah. like, you could have killed him a million different yeah. times. But ultimately, like, it came down to them having a face-off and drawing down on each well, other. Well, when he says, you know, next time we meet, there's going to be a killing. And it's just, you go like, ooh, well, this is, is going to be something. Have you guys seen The Wild Bunch? Yeah, I've yeah. seen The Wild so, Bunch. So apparently Walter Hill, this was like his tribute to like The homage, Wild Bunch. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he was like, he was the pupil of, of Sam Peckinpah, which, you know, especially with the shootout at the end, the massive, like, hyper-violent shootout. Also, you see all the shots of scorpions, and that's also in The Wild Bunch. Uh, so it was cool to to read up a little bit afterwards on how this was like his, yeah, his homage to to that movie and to, to Peckinpah as a director. And I think I'm going to go back and revisit that now. Okay. It's kind of like a double feature to put them together. Now, was there fucking rules? Was there anyone who used a rabbit as a bomb in the wild bunch? <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> believe that. That messed me up a little bit. <laughs> but the bunny was very cute. I actually was so triggered by that. I was like, well, that cage isn't big enough for that rabbit. Like, I <laughs> I hope they had some sort of warrant officer well, on the set. He, well, and speaking of, of such things, I think they might have stabbed an actual rat. When they oh, were yes. down in that sewer oh, yeah. getting to the electricity conduit. Oh, yeah. I was a little concerned about that as well. Like, I didn't see an SPCA thing at the end of the credits for this one. So this one might have been off the grid, as it were. Do we know there's got to be a large role that I am? Because it's not... I go through my whole life thinking that this guy's Edward James almost, and he's not. But Marco Rodriguez is in this film, and he's one of the deputies. Yeah. I, he's one of the most recognizable He's, guys I've ever seen. And every time I go through his IMDb, I'm like, the fuck do I know this guy one from? One of the epitomes of, oh, that guy. He's great. Yeah. There's so many of those guys in this movie, too, where you're like, oh, that guy's great. Like, oh, I love that guy. Like, there's this movie's full of those dudes. Is yeah, I think Cobra? Huh? Is it Cobra? With Sly? Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's in it. I don't know if that's where I know him from. I mean, I haven't spent an enormous, I haven't logged an enormous I, amount I, of time. I feel like he and many of the other people in this movie have played villains as a one-off on a lot of TV yeah. series yeah. over the years. Oh, he's in Star Trek The Next Generation. I can't imagine that's where I know him from, <laughs> but yeah. Boy, he has been acting for a long goddamn time. Yeah. God bless him. But he's um, like on MacGyver and a bunch of different, yeah. A bunch of shows that I know that Goat has TiVo'd as soon as he gets home. <laughs> I've got to get through three episodes of Not Landing tonight. Um, <laughs> That's where I draw the line. <laughs> I, I thought it was a uh, you know grade. I don't know. It's it's tough to it's tough to give a movie like this a grade because I don't know how to compare it to yeah movie movies. But this is the opposite of Blue Collar. When when Goat picked Blue Collar, it was such a bummer. Yeah. This the whole time I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah, <laughs> all right. Oh no, they're shooting that guy. Yeah, this is fucking great. <laughs> and I, win. I was hooked immediately by the, uh, I guess like the almost A team style introductions yeah, with the awesome. the army IDs. That's exactly with their, what it reminded me of. Their supposed deaths in action uh, over top of them. I was like, this is yeah, this is shaping up nicely. And the score was so quintessentially late 80s action movie with the Jerry Goldsmith leaning on his synthesizer for a good 45 minutes throughout. It, it just, it all kind of felt like it's sort of at a nexus between the 80s action movies and then what was to come from the neo-westerns. Right. So where, because this is, I guess, like a few years before like Unforgiven comes out and just mm -hmm. completely resets the, the Western genre and, and kind of brings it back to a more serious tone while still being made with modern film techniques. You know the Young Guns is serious? I mean, <laughs> that was a documentary, right? Yeah. Uh, Dude, I think the William H. Bonny did actually <laughs> die when the guy from uh, NCIS shot him. Um, the, um, the, the fucking... Uh, the, the, the part of this movie that I really enjoyed the most, I think, was... 
the, the, the romance was supposed to be important and it just wasn't <laughs> at all like they kept they, forgetting about her. They did <laughs> she even, was a MacGuffin. Yeah, yeah I mean they was... didn't even really fucking care. Um did you guys take a look at the did you ever search the posters for this? I just saw a few when we were when I was looking at Do a Google image search. It has some incredible and they all look like it doesn't look like it was an eighties. It looks like seventies to pulp yeah crazy over the top I and mean, there's five or six of them that i'd frame and hang in the goddamn space in here um it's just i like i like the vibe of it the feel of it the script was great um it's fun the whole time a uh, lot of a lot of violence a lot of needless violence one of these <laughs> looks like a death wish poster almost it does yeah. doesn't it the, the close-up of him with the sunglasses we're yeah. gonna fuck you up jack it's time for you to get yours i always love it when a bunch of guys with machine guns drop jump into the back of a truck and they just go driving around whooping it just up ready to, ready to go yeah. yeah there's a great scene in desperado where the guys all the three of the guitaristas are at the end of the scene and there's a truck that pulls up with a hundred guys with machine guns and they all jump out and start doing barrel rolls I'm like yeah yeah come on let's do it uh there was a lot of that in this movie too yeah i thought there was just a lot of fun i mean the the supporting characters really had a lot to do so i guess that that was also nice where you didn't just have i guess the three mains the the, the three leads were on screen plenty but everybody kind of had a chance to shine at a certain yeah. point in the movie as well it was very much an ensemble cast with a lot to do uh, some of the guys died a little bit before I was hoping they would, but you know, I you realize Torn eats it way quicker than I thought that yeah, he was going to. I really thought he was going to make it at least toward the end, but that uh, that gave I guess a little bit of motivation to keep going and 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 solve the case, as it were. Jimmy, did you watch the thing? I did. No, what'd you think? I watched it two or three times just to make sure. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Is this a real movie? <laughs> Docu series. <laughs> I had a lot of fun watching this movie. Uh, the opening sequence uh, where you see their the what what do you call those things? They're, they're, I like their badges, their dog. Tags. Yeah, there you go. Like the 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 music and the score to that made me feel. It took me right back to the eighties. It was like every eighties action movie you've ever seen. I thought that was perfect. I liked it that you you knew every single main person in the movie. That just because that, that makes me happy. It's, it's kind of a weird thing. Nick Nolte's character was a little too serious for me constantly. <laughs> you thought you took him you took it too seriously? I was hoping for more of like another, <laughs> another 48 hours type of character rather than okay. just the straightforward. A little more wisecracks? More yeah, 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 yeah. Every now and, every now and again. Throwing and I, a Zagnut bar at somebody <laughs> at some point in time. Also and, Walter Hill, right? Was? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh, yeah, good call. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, but uh, and I also love that chick from Running Man. I don't, I, don't, I was, had a little thing. Are you just writing down things that we already said and then saying them back to us? No, because I, I said that and then Goat said the part about the openings. I haven't written any of this. Oh, down. Okay, Thank all right. I'm just much. making sure. I'm just making sure. <laughs> Amen. Saying you can't write. Is that true? I, he's a jerk. A By the right, way, nice. 1987. I would have thought 1981. Like there's just right? it seems so old um <laughs> i'm looking at imdb it says the popularity of this is trending up up 639 points so you're last welcome time. america how's that possible <laughs> like who else is watching this movie right now it's one of those ones where i'm kind of bummed at myself that i didn't know it existed you know like i'm kind of bummed out that i wasn't at least aware of it in my i feel life. like you know if, if goat hadn't brought it up i would have just like stumbled upon it on accident right and it also felt like almost like the second the second on like a double feature. It's the second movie. Mm -hmm. It's like the later one, the one that starts at like 11, 12 o'clock or something like that. Yeah, and, the more uh, serious one is earlier, and this is the one yeah. that you can stay awake during. Exactly, yep. exactly. And uh, I was really happy watching yeah. it. 
Uh, what'd you give it, uh, Jim Daddy? I interrupted you there. Oh uh, no, that's okay. I would give I give it a solid three and a half. I I had a, a good time sitting there and watching it, and of course I watched it multiple times. So if anybody were to ask, I would say yes, please sit down and watch it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'd say I'm in the same category. I would say a, a three and a half if you're looking for a slam bang action movie with uh, without a lot of intellectual stuff to weigh you down, a lot of plot to follow. Yeah, a couple nice twists, or I guess one big twist at some point that that you know gives you just enough of like a whoa factor to to keep going till the end i think though even the twist they were setting it up for a while there <laughs> it was, so when it was it finally there, happened yeah. you're like oh i can't believe that michael ironside is a dickhead it's more, of a, it's more of a slow turn <laughs> yeah it's like it's the last turn on a peanut butter jar yeah. that somebody's already half opened i'm gonna give it a three and a half too uh it's um i i, I don't know i could give it a I kind of give it a four. I don't know why. It, three and a half just because it's kind of goofy. Yeah. And it's uh, there's some ridiculous action in it also. And there's not much of a plot. But I like where it is. I like the cars. I always love that. The, the, they nailed Mexico. Mexico's like sweltering and hot. Like it's just when well, they were going through up the street in the middle of that party to the big fortress on the top. It's ridiculous how many guys Powers Booth has. He has 700 <laughs> guys. They would be gunned down immediately. Um it is great. Uh, I'll give it a three and a half just because I'd feel silly giving it a four. Yeah, uh, totally agree um, with the three and a half, actually, because I think a four would be like it shows me something new. Something is really setting mm-hmm. it apart from these other Westerns of this era, other action movies of this era. But it's a three and a half because it, it delivers on everything that it's promising you, not just in like the poster, the title, but kind of the way it's set up. It's you're, you're getting the tone right off the bat and you're hoping for you know these sequences that you do get later on. So. Totally sits at, at a three-five. Very good. Well, it's a good selection, Goat. Excellent. Thank you for picking that movie. I'm uh, glad to have two in a row that didn't depress everyone. Nah, man, just keep going into the Walter Hill. Keep <laughs> well, going just, into the, the, the. Just wait for my next Walter Hill selection. Just pick, go through his entire IMDb. I would be fine with that. He's um, got to have a depressing one. Let me look. This movie. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> absolutely. Um, I've already. This is a bit of a uh, cop out for me. I didn't know it was my pick. Um, uh, so I'm going to pick a movie that I saw about two days ago um so i apologize that counts but i want you guys to watch it i want to talk about it so fuck it um it's called lake mungo and it is um you guys you've seen it i've seen it fuck bitch I, no I, I would love to talk about it sure though. yeah all right you guys also, are cool with that that's it's been like two years so i'll rewatch i know it. but that's kind of against the the theme here i'm not going to pretend like ant-man that i don't know how this show works <laughs> i'm i'm fine with it i have not seen it so Kay. yeah it's been a couple years found footage movie it's only an hour and 29 minutes goat you're welcome yeah. um 2008 and uh it starts off as kind of a haunting movie where there's a girl that's drowned in a lake and her family starts seeing her around the house Okay, uh, that's basically the premise. Found footage. Um, actually, it's a it's a mockumentary, is what it is. Different. <laughs> There's a difference between found footage and mockumentary. It's true. It's By true. By the way, let me point this out. Both fiction. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lot on the bone with this movie, whereas I feel like with a lot of found footage movies, there not necessarily is. They kind of. Wave the camera around if you saw something in the corner real quick and they freak out. The, they rely on the gimmick a little bit okay. too much. Um, it'd be like if The Undertaker couldn't go. You know, if you cut it's Lord Tensai, you know, some shit like that. Um, <laughs> but uh, I uh, I enjoyed it. And it was one of those movies that when I was done with it, I said that was pretty good. And then I was thinking about it for quite some time afterwards and then did some research because I was still thinking about it. So I think it would be okay. a, ver- a very good movie for us to watch and talk about on the show. So I, sh- I should have... I don't know why I didn't think. I, I always assume it's not my oh, good. turn. I think it'll make a good episode. 
Yeah, uh, Lake Mungo is it. It's available, by the way, on Shudder, I think. So okay. I think if you have a subscription to Shudder, you can just get it there. 96% from the critics, 63% from the audience. I'm going to let you know right now the reason why that is, it's a slow start. So okay. just be ready for that when you sit down. But um, if, as long as you can sit for a couple of minutes, you'll be you'll be fine. I'm usually pretty good on that front. Yes. I'm going to say Ant-Man should not watch this one. Um, there's just no fucking way. Where's Dan Bongino? I don't see him nowhere. Sitting still is a challenge for some. Yeah. Yes. You see that Cheney woman got what fur? Yeah, I know, Ant-Man. We're not talking about that right now. Um, Lake Mungo, so uh, check that out. Not Mongo either. That's no. Different. Mongo only pawn in Game of Life. That would be amazing. I would watch a Lake Mongo. <laughs> Never mind that shit. Here comes Lake Mongo. Um, yeah, so that'll be my movie. So I think we're cool to uh, continue, right? Or do you guys need to piss? We just. I'm good. I'm good. Good, good. Amen. Yeah. Um, I- hey, feel free. Oh, thank-, thank you, Amen. He's going to piss for okay, us. Okay, good. We don't need to play the sounder for that, though. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about the Wednesday deal. And if you guys had a, a story or anything you wanted to discuss, just let me know. Um, but I, um, the speaking of found footage, I had an opportunity this week on the show to do an interview. And actually, if you're listening or watching or whatever you're doing to this show right now, you should be able to go, if you are a subscriber, to ChadDukeShow.com and check this interview out because it is already in the can, as the kids say. Uh, with Stephen Cognetti, who is a, uh, a writer and producer and director, who has written and produced and directed three films uh, called Hell House LLC. There's uh, three of these things. And I think Dottie and I may have even talked about this movie a few years back. I think like on Big O and Dukes. Maybe, a long yeah. long time ago. Um, go ahead. Have you, seen, you, you watched it. I just watched Thank it. Thank you yes. very much for doing that. And uh, uh, Jester, you watched all three, correct? Uh, just the first one. Just the fir- who yeah. watched all th- Oh, uh, Joe. Joe said he watched all three. Which is crazy. I love them, Dukes, and I love you again. For a while, I didn't, but now I do. Um, so uh, there's three of these movies, and um, the last two, one of them was issued as a Shutter exclusive. I think it was the second one. Yeah. That's why I never saw it. Probably. <laughs> it was do like years ago before I had Shutter. Do you know there's a new horror movie um, network, subscription network? Oh, boy. Really? I think Amazon put it out. I, Son I, of a... Uh, Bitch, what is it called? It's called like Chiller or something. Um, Jester, do you mind? Chiller for a while was like a like a premium cable channel. It might not be Chiller. It's it's something that the third one was on exclusively, okay. and that's why I went back to watch the first one again just to make sure that I remembered everything. Oh, there's too many of these services now. There really is it's killing um, me. But for horror movie fans, like I would, I would rather go sign up for. This is all horror movies. Then sign up for Fox's premium service. I can or, see that, you know, yeah, because there's so much shit that I just don't have any interest in whatsoever. Um, but it's it's a found footage movie from 2015, and the the concept is it's a group of people that put on a haunted house every single Halloween, and they um, they recently are moving from Manhattan to Abingdon, which is in New York, I think, or I think it's in the real towns in pennsylvania yeah but this one is outside of new york okay and uh, they're going into a hotel an old hotel um and they're gonna do their haunted house an abandoned hotel yes um and so that's why there's all the cameras now jester thought they were because you know channel nine on your side sent them out to, to a news story <laughs> um which we'll talk about in just a moment but um the premise is it is a haunted haunted house which i love there's another series out there called i believe the the houses october built which is a similar concept only it's following people that go to haunted houses and they find one that is 
got Legit. a bunch of crazy. Fun I haven't seen ones. those. You like them? Yeah, the first one's real good. Um, again, the second one, they're okay. Um, <laughs> but this one, I thought the, the first one of these, I think, is great. Like, it's one of my favorite found footage movies. And um, well, first, I wanted to see if you guys liked it. Did you? Did you like it? I think you liked yeah, it. Yeah, I liked it even more on the rewatch. Actually, I'm glad that I came back to it because it had been. I think it, it's been at least like five years. It's been a minute. Um, and so I, I was surprised how scared I was by it having watching it the second time yeah still how freaked out i was in certain parts and i started hitting people up like reminding people hey like this movie exists and i kind of it's been in the back of my mind you should watch this like you should throw this on and when you're when you're when you're looking for something good kind of an, an original um like a fresh horror movie sure. because it takes found footage at the time i think it was made in 2015 but it didn't it wasn't distributed for like another two years right at the time, found footage was pretty much burned kind out. Kind of tired, and yeah. And mockumentary was kind of burned out because you had, like, eight paranormal activities and then, every, like, the three, the last exorcisms, and everyone kind of took that and ran with it. And this, I think, takes all of those and, and puts, them, puts them to shame because it's... The mockumentary, for me, always works better than just, like, straight-up found footage. Yeah. I think you can, you can piece things together. You can have... Uh, like transitions where you go to like you go to found footage and then interview. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the best way to do this, and I think they do it incredibly well. Well, and even just you have the opportunity to step in as a narrator in a documentary and say, you know, add a little bit more context to what it is that you're seeing. Yeah, I f I really enjoyed this a lot, um, and it didn't didn't hurt that uh, when I was sitting down to watch it, one of the loudest and heaviest thunderstorms in quite some time oh, yes. rolled through the area. We've had some of those recently. Yeah, the, the night that, uh, the night that at the very beginning when everybody's vacating the haunted house yeah. and it's raining outside in the movie and I'm hearing thunder in the distance, I'm going, oh, I'm really in it now. But I, I'm susceptible to stuff like that when I'm watching a movie. I can get really sucked in. And this one did a great job of showing the different angles, showing the different people's perspectives, the personalities, they they ran just up to the line of being a little bit of one note uh, from the people that are putting on the haunted house, but didn't quite cross that line. You had enough of a nuance for some of the players in 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 the movie that you didn't go, okay, well that guy's the jerk, that guy's the caustic son of a bitch. Like this, you had those little bit of archetypes there, but they didn't become caricatures. I agree. And one, one of the things that uh, when I was talking to the director that he brought up, I thought was a great point is whenever you can have, I don't know if it's a trope or not, but whenever you can have the gimmick of, well, this stuff's supposed to be happening. So is it real or is it fake? Right. You know, we're in a haunted house. Are you just getting freaked out? Um, sometimes it's very difficult when you're watching paranormal activities. I'm a huge fan of that franchise. Mm -hmm. I, I know not everybody is, but there will be times when, the daughter is levitating, her hair's on fire, everything falls out of the cabinets, and they have it on tape. And the husband goes and shows it to the wife. The wife's like, stop fucking around. We got a party to go to. And I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Um, in this, it's like, you're in a haunted house, stupid. Of course the clowns are creepy. You right. know, like, what do you think's going on? So I think that made it more palatable, the entire uh, concept. Did you, did you like it, Jimmy? Or did you, were you too scared because you thought that um, it was real? Uh Jim thought it was real. Everybody, I, I, I did think it was real. It was it was scary as shit, <laughs> especially if it really happened. I I I don't disrespect type things like that that could possibly happen. I don't I don't feel like 
there are ghouls and ghosts and shit out there that are going to hurt us, but you don't know. But what, so you believed it was real out of respects. Yeah. But when I texted you and I said, watch this movie, and you thought it was real, <laughs> did you not gather your family up and say, we've got to go find a bank vault and live in there? Because, I, I mean, if I thought what was happening in that movie actually could have happened. <laughs> now, to be fair... When you Google this motion picture, I believe, you know, those suggested questions that come sure. up on the Google results. The first one was, is Hell House LLC yeah, a the, documentary? Damn it, <laughs> if we're just going off of what Google suggests. Well, then we're doomed I, anyway. Yes. I, I mean, if you type in, what do I? Generally, the, fill, the following sentence is, do if I get an STD from my boyfriend and I'm 14. <laughs> like, that's the way the shit fucking, they're horrible answers to these questions. So w take me through it. You watch it. And you're like, holy shit, these people are all dead, and the demon got them. Yeah, pretty much. As soon as you see the fucking clown's head start to turn when That's they're it. when they're down there, yeah. Right. I about I even texted my wife. I was like, I don't think I'm ever going in a haunted house ever again. But, but 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 if it was real, then you would have gained knowledge of the paranormal. Like, would you not think to yourself? Why isn't everyone running through the streets? Like, why are we worried about, you know... How the, is society still a thing? We're screaming about the Inflation Act, but there's clowns running, walking around inside of this house? But you hear stories about places that are haunted that I don't feel like they're truly haunted, but right. you don't fucking know unless you actually go to these sure. places. So sure. you, didn't, you didn't even look at, like, IMDb? Or no, he Wikipedia. said, watch, see if you guys can watch this, and I thought, let me look this up, and I watched it. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm really envious of your ability... To think that's real and shake it the fuck off. Did you watch the credits? Actually, that's a great point. You know? I watched it on YouTube. Yeah, the, the credits. Oh, good. The credits has, you know, the cast. <laughs> you watched it on YouTube? Yeah, I just Googled it and Actors. I was like, oh, cool. It's on YouTube. Oh. Playing characters. Okay. <laughs> you guys are ruining this movie for I know. Me. It's, it's not nearly as scary any longer. Uh, what did you think, Jimmy? I had a lot of fun with it. I mean, it scared the living shit out of me, so it did its job. Um, I... I don't know. I thought the found footage, it looked so real. There it was, did. There was no argument to think, wow, this is a little stupid at the end. But When something is, like, what does it look like? Um, <laughs> <laughs> does it look like Cloverfield? Or what's... <laughs> Cloverfield's a good... Uh, yeah, I don't you know. Don't think, so don't when know. you watch Cloverfield, were you like, holy shit, there's a giant fucking monster that's going to come out of the ocean? Dude, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know these you, things. You know, he makes a good point. <laughs> What, we, we don't have the knowledge. What, we only know what we don't know. And we don't know what we don't know. Welcome to my TED oh, Talk. No, you're, it, you're freaking so, me out now. Was it because it was on YouTube? Like, if you put it up oh, on like, yeah. it was on Netflix, yes. would you have thought it was real? Oh. That, uh, that's a possibility. That, that, I guess Netflix does have documentaries. That's true. I don't know. I, I, my, my brain went to, holy shit, this could be true. And it scared the shit out of me for a solid hour and 31 minutes. And then after that, brain went right back to, what's for dinner, Joy? Uh, I hope Orgy brings pizza. All right. Um, Can I talk about my favorite part of it? Please. Really please, please, please. And it's, I, I think it's probably the biggest scare in the movie. It's when, I think the character Paul, he the wakes, cameraman. Up, wakes yeah. up and the, oh. the girl's in his bedroom. I, I love it. And it's, it, it's, it, I got, it got me the first time and this time I was waiting for it and it still fucking got me. Yeah. And, I love it so much because it's it, it is like the fear of uh, everyone has right. You open your eyes and there's something in your room, and then he does. He has the childlike yeah. instinct of going under the covers. Exactly. And yeah. and 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 if you're under the covers, you're safe, right? Right. So then he's under the covers, <laughs> and he 
he, he moves the covers back, and then she's there, and she turns her head, and then he goes back under, and then he, he, he throws them down again, and she's right there, and then she gets him. And, like, it, it, it totally takes away that, like, childlike comfort of, like, and that, that like, safety notion of, oh, well, if I'm under my blanket, nothing's going to get me. Although maybe he'd have been okay if he that. just stayed under the covers. See, <laughs> yeah, we don't know. It's like a- I, I had one of those. One time um, there was a moth in the house, and it set off. It wasn't Dan Creasy, if you can believe it, but <laughs> it set off the fucking alarm. And the alarm went off at oh, 3 shit. o'clock in the morning. I don't know if you guys have ever had your house alarm go off. It's it's loud in it's a way. It's terrifying, yeah. And I always think, you know, I am I own guns and I like fucking watch action movies. I'm like, man, if anything goes down, I'm not even worried about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's gonna, we're going to be fine. I fucking grabbed the covers and pulled them up over my fucking head. <laughs> I remember doing it. Now, eventually I got out. But my first instinct, like for the first three seconds, is pulling the covers over your head. <laughs> yeah, and that's like, why this is so great. Is it? It, it takes that safety away from you. Yeah, yeah. it's telling you this isn't going to help you. This isn't going to work. And no. you're watching it happen in real time. No, exactly. Didn't help him. Yeah, I had a similar situation where I had a faulty smoke smoke detector yeah. go off in the middle of the night, and I pretty much I think I stood up and just spun around in place for about twelve seconds, like hoping that my house wasn't on fire. He shit right <laughs> on the floor. He told like, me the story. Like, yeah, like like that wasn't gonna help. Like yeah. it's just like, hey, I'll just spin in place. That'll put out the fire. It's just. Yeah, when something like that happens, it definitely throws you completely off kilter. And we've talked about, you've discussed on on the show in the past your, I guess, uh, lack of affinity for walk-through haunted houses that just go for jump I scares. I don't like them. They I don't like them. And so the opening of this movie is a first-person video of somebody going to the house in question yeah. and all hell breaking loose. And so I'm immediately filled with anxiety because I don't even want to watch footage of people in a, a walkthrough live haunted house because the jump scares will just send me over the edge. So this this just grabbed me right right that way, right. right at the beginning, and didn't let go for the rest of it. And then to make it even worse, to intensify it, the claustrophobia of trying to get out, Yeah, where you're in this single file line. It's, oh my it's God. You know, first person, single file line. There's just shit all around you. You don't know where to go. It's dark. I mean, it really captures a lot of like basic fears really well. I think that's one the one reason that it works for me. The other part about it, and I said this when I interviewed Stephen, was I said it reminded me a little bit of The Descent in that before you even get to there's these demon the lizard part, things, yeah. you're already uncomfortable because it's claustrophobic, it's creepy, and if you're walking through a haunted house and someone comes running out after you and says, we got to get out of here, there's a ghost, you're like, ah, ha, ha, you know whatever like that part of it is just in human nature you have no idea what's what so imagine yeah. what you would have to see in that scenario to get you to run screaming out of the fucking house like a herd of animals yeah the stampede factor is just another layer on top of the actual paranormal threat that's coming yeah. at you i'd be interested to know what you guys think of the uh, the next two because i don't think they're as well done okay but they give you kind of more of the mythos surrounding why the fucking... And first of all, they do a great job of explaining why wouldn't this hotel have been knocked down. Right. You know, like, why, why don't you immediately bulldoze this thing? No kidding. Like, burn it to the ground and hold, yeah. hold a party. Yeah. There's there's a scare in the second one where um, there's this gay couple and they're picking up this girl who says, I need to get back to my hotel. And uh, it's the... Of course, it's the Abingdon Hotel. And... Uh, they drop her off, and she's like zombie walking inside. And they're like worried about like, what do, you, what do you mean this place is shut down? And they're following her around, like Aww. trying to. And she just steps out from in the basement, and she doesn't have like devil horns right. or anything. It's just she has the weird ghoulish contacts in. 
but it's horrifying. Yeah. Like it's just fucking horrifying. Yeah. And oh, God, this is why found footage kind of rules. Is I just think you can put yourself when I'm watching That's, the Conjuring yep. goat. I know I'm watching the exactly. Conjuring. Yeah, well, I think we've talked about that as well. If it's something that I can relate to directly yeah. as some, as a situation I can see myself in at some point in time, it's that much more of an intense of a scare. Um, I, I think that's that's definitely a layer yeah. that you don't get from a lot of the more fantastical horror movies. And I think also, remember we talked about horror video games. You all right, Jim? I, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm so go sorry. for it. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Why didn't you go was during it, the... Was it reverse gears? You did mention that there was a chance to take a break a few minutes ago. <laughs> I, I've never seen anyone look more forlorn in my life. <laughs> you all right, Jimmy? Oh, no. That was a whimpery no on the way no. down the stairs. Hey, man. Do you mind following him to make... That sounded like it was more than just a piss. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he was just kind of holding things up. Do you I... want to come sit up here and run the cameras? Yeah. Or, okay. <laughs> he just sat back down and looked at his phone. <laughs> what is it about... I'll be there in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, God, I went to see you back there in between the episodes, and I was like, I'm going to go piss real quick because we have another episode to yeah. do. That, I don't feel like that's high-level thinking. <laughs> you know, I just feel like that's what everybody does. Did you ever go on a road trip with your old man, say, now's the time yeah. to go to the bathroom? Hey, man, how stupid is Jester for not pissing when he needed to? He's so stupid. <laughs> I can't believe he did that. I'm really embarrassed for him, man. This has not been his finest hour. It's been the worst job he's he ever done. Um, real. I, he's, I, yeah, he's dumber than I thought. Like, I, now that I'm working with him every day, like he's he's one of the Aww. dumber guys I know. Well, I love him. He's very lovable and he's very amiable. And uh, you know, he's he's a, perhaps needs a checklist. Yeah, he's stupid though. Like, real dumb. <laughs> very um, simple. Yeah, he's a simple creature, is yeah. what he is. And so, uh, I sometimes when he's fucking something up real bad, I'm like, oh yeah, you're not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's fine. He'll be fine. So, I, I just hope it was a piss because he was like. You know, yeah, he was, was, was kind of hunched over. There it was didn't a look like a piss. There was a vocal urgency to that. that By the I way, was kind of just keeps about. tapping on it. And it's just me on the camera. It's just <laughs> you know. The good thing is it doesn't change no matter who's running the cameras. Amen. If you can't run it, it's fine. You can ready just, one one ready one one yeah. ready one Thanks. one ready one one. <laughs> you just, <laughs> just so delicious to look at. Uh, you were saying go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just saying. Look, he just keeps tapping. Um, yo, <laughs> one, camera one fade out. No camera one go. Star wipe one. Star wipe one. Fade to Dukes. All right, dude. What is it with these fuckers that can't <laughs> hold it for a show? But when they go down there, it goes, and then they're right back up here. <laughs> I don't know. I just I figured I'd leave it on you and do what Jim does. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, you filled in for him. Was a transition. Yeah, you filled in for him admirably. Jimmy, why didn't you piss during the uh, the break in between the episodes? I was doing some what? work and saving the show, and you know. saving the show from yeah. what? From me? The previous. <laughs> <laughs> no, just just you know doing standard work. Where were you when I was making those jokes on Big O and Dukes? <laughs> 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 He was trying to cut him for a best of show. Hey, hold on a second. <laughs> Let me send these into DCR TV. Um, Dobby laughed too hard at that joke. RadioRecords.com. Here you are. Man. Radio Insider Magazine. And do you know what the afternoon host on JFK is saying? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. Um, so there was, there was one thing in this motion picture. It certainly is. There was. That, uh, I, I usually pay. 
a lot more attention to movies than I probably should. Uh, one thing that got me was, I guess it was, what was it Tony or Mac? One of them was trying to leave the house. Yes. And the person running the camera goes, no, wait, you have to hear this. And then they cut to footage of the girl, and then they cut to them in like some meadow somewhere. Yes, yeah, a very beautiful meadow. Yeah, and they go like, well, you've known all along. Oh, yeah, I should have told you earlier, and Alex is known for... What? So I Googled it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I got no idea. <laughs> I Googled it. And also, they explain it in Hell House 2, uh-huh. Electric Boogaloo. So the director guy um, got into financial problems, and he's broke. And he took all of the money they made off of all the haunted houses in they Queens. do, and he blew it on either the market or gambling. I don't exactly remember what okay. it is. And the reason why they're in Abingdon is because it's way cheaper. Gotcha. And so that's why all that happened. And apparently, um, they make references to it. Like, I've watched it a few times now right. where you can piece it's it together. Subtle maybe. and his anxiety over having to do this to make the business still work. Yes. Like, he's very, very focused there, on pulling there, this off. There's a cut of this movie that's about 15 to 20 minutes longer. Oh. Where I guess they speak about it in detail. Okay. But if you watch all three, you get the full picture. The fu- well, Or some of... More of the picture. You, I mean, are you going to watch the other two? I, I will. I, I would at some point, but if it's worth talking about. The I mean. fucking guy that is the demon in the house makes a deal with him. Okay. Oh, is it the guy who... Yeah. He can take human form. So they have video that they show in the third one of him like saying, I don't have any money. And he's like, you can use the house for free. Oh. And so that's why that all happened. But it takes two more movies for you to figure that out. We'll get there. But you're right. I had to look it up because I'm like... He's got an STD. Like, yeah, what's like, the like, fucking problem did he, here? Did he murder? Did, did, did he? Did he have some sort of s- s- terrible medical condition? Yeah, Is yeah. it cancer? Is like, there yeah. a fourth kid that he's right, pretending doesn't exactly. exist now? Like, <laughs> God damn it! Did he have to piss in the middle of a show? For how many seconds? wallets has he lost? Did you say all around the cameras and then just hit one over and over? Again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they boy. do. They do allude in one scene that that the character Alex knows something about it because. The actress girl comes in and she goes, yeah. "Oh, do you know the rumors?" He's like, "No, no rumors. Uh, none of that. Rumors none of that. None of that's true." He shuts yeah. it down immediately. Um, and then I didn't see much else from there. So he makes a deal to like just bring more people in for them to kill, basically, like sacrifice. So the I hate to spoil this for you, but if you want to watch the rest of them, the whole guise of the hotel is the hotel exists to send out messages to people to get them to come and be sacrifices to the lake of fire Ah. and when you hear in the original as they're running up out of the basement you hear somebody scream the wall just opened up i heard yeah yeah i heard that so behind the wall is hell and in the Ah. second one you actually see the wall open up which is scary um, and then the third one, they're just all, the guy comes out and he's like, we're going to send two of you sons of bitches to the lake of fire, you motherfuckers. Um, so, we, so he wrote this as a trilogy. I asked him that and he gave me kind of like um, some double speak. And I, the, the example I use, he's a big Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. is I said it, it, in A New Hope, Lucas is a lying bitch. He yeah. told us that he wrote all these. He didn't. He fucking, he made a billion dollars, and then he decided, I have all these other movies in me. I said, did you write this with the rest of this shit? And I think he said something to the effect of, you know, it's easy to build on. I, I forget. I'm paraphrasing. Sort of, kind of, maybe, but. Yeah. I mean, if he had, I feel badly because I think there's some ca- casting 
issues in Missteps. a couple of the other movies, but the but the actual the the mythology around it yeah. is really good. I, I actually like the concept quite a bit. I really appreciated they gave you a glimpse of that in mm-hmm. just the first one, where you get that history of the hotel and the people who yeah. disappeared. And I love the fact that they cut it, like you said, where this is where a documentary style really adds because you got those talking heads. You got the investigator, the photographer. Exactly. And it, it gives it the air of mystery, which yeah. is like, that is one of my favorite. If you're talking about like a subgenre of horror movies, sure. when it combines horror and mystery, I always love that. Like, even if it's a bad one, I still enjoy, like, I love mysteries. And so I always like trying to figure out what it is. Sure. And uh, that's that's another reason this movie clicks so well with me immediately. Do you guys, we all love Poltergeist, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You read the story about in Poltergeist when she's in the pool and all the corpses come bobbing up. They're real, they're mm-hmm. real dead bodies. Yeah. <sighs> because they said it was cheaper to actually get real skeletons. <laughs> you didn't know that? How it's great. Oh, yeah. fucking great well, story. I mean, there are so many layers to the Poltergeist yeah, onion. Yeah, I mean, it's an evil, yeah. evil what's that, movie. What's that, Doc? Is it Cursed Films on Shutter? Yeah. Where they do that, they do a great job yeah. of saying all great the series. fucked up shit that happened. Now, Jester, if you want to talk about a movie being real, like Poltergeist isn't real, but the fucked up shit that happened around Poltergeist is real. So that's that's it's not Israel, it is real. Is Poltergeist scared the shit it's out of me. Because it's one, of, yeah, well, it's one of the scariest movies it's ever made. That, I think. Talk about a perfect movie, though. Oh my god. The, there's a scene in Poltergeist if you haven't seen it, where the goddamn house is built on top of an Indian burial ground. A chick falls into the pool, and a bunch of dead bodies come floating up. And they're they're real skeletons. Oh. They're real people skeletons because it was cheaper for them to get real skeletons than build fake skeletons. Oh my god. Keep that in mind. That's terrifying, <laughs> yeah. right? The reason why found footage is so great is there's a scene in Hell House when they go into the freezer. You see the clowns, they turn away for a second, they turn back, and the clowns have just turned their heads. Mm-hmm. Nothing's really happened. Clowns have turned their heads. It's just as scary as real corpses popping yeah. up. And poltergeist. Yeah. And, I, and I think that that's like to pull off a scare like that without the blah, you know, the big right. explosion of sound, that's hard to do, man. And it's really, really effective when you can pull it off. And there's two or three of those in that film. He called them A, scare, a, a scares and B scares. Is what he called them inside of your horror movie. When they yeah. send the one dude to the basement and and he's got they turn the strobe light on or whatever he's yeah. going down that one that hallway. Strobe light is so and you effective. See every few strobes, yeah. there's like an extra dude. He's like, "How many freaks are down here?" And by the way, like, yeah. nothing happens. It's just no. there's a, a different dude leaning that leaning no. out. And and that's so, all I need. It's so no. great because it it immediately puts you in the fucking yeah. movie because all of a sudden you're experiencing the same fear that that person is, and that 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 still can be very effective in like traditional. You know, narrative movies like it's like in Hereditary when you're staring at the bedroom for so long. Like, why are we, why are we staying on the shot? And then you notice her in the fucking corner. I don't even want to talk about that. That, (laughs) that, you know, and and you want to scream in the movie theater, and you're just trying to get everyone around uh, you to notice it. Whenever you see, you can the composition of a scene lets you know that something messed up is going to happen so often. in, In the first Conjuring, there's a great moment where she, the daughter's in the room, and she looks up, and there's something on top of the fucking dresser. I don't even want to talk about that. Instead of it being a jump scare, it just it just stays on it for a second, so you see it. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, hey, it buddy, lets you go, oh, my God, yeah. and then it jumps, and that's like so much more natural. Because for a beat, you oh think it's God. just part of the dresser. You're yeah. like, what in the fuck? Oh, that dresser it, has a gargoyle it puts you on it. right in the scene. The scene in Hereditary that you're talking about, it, it made me ill. I was so scared because <laughs> it's not just she's at the, Whenever some... I don't know. I think it's the Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on. Whoever whoever decided to fucking put the girl in the corner of the ceiling, I want them locked up. Because that is a... That's J-Horror. 
Is that who it is? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. J no J Horror. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's a and friend of ours. Joe J Horror is sitting right back here. I'm happy to see him here. He's wearing a Metalogy shirt. Um, Hair in the face and all that, you know. But the, when she's up there, and then you're like, oh my god, that's horrifying. And then she does the fucking skeetering <laughs> fucking crab yeah. walk along the ceiling. You're the like, bicycle kick. That's enough. I, I don't even want to know. Like, How'd you film this? Why didn't everyone quit? Like it, it's <laughs> it's awful. I just don't like it. And then that's when she takes the rope saw. What a fucked up movie that is. What's that guy's name? Ansel Adams. We should fucking grab it's him Ari. and put him in a goddamn Ari trunk Ari of a car. Sir. That guy's that's a sick fuck. He's on a watch list somewhere, I'm sure. I heard his new movie's not a horror movie. Did you hear that? Did you read that? I think it's like a... It, it seems really this? weird. You hear about this? Hmm. Like it's, it's got Joaquin. It's like three hours long. It's like a drama comedy. Oh, what? The new Joker? Where it's going to be a, a, a uh, Star is Born all musical? Singing, all dancing. We almost the made Joker. It. We almost made it an hour. The fuck? <laughs> Who is looking for that? I can't think of anyone. I, I, thought, I thought you were sitting over here <laughs> wearing a gray-ass gray golf shirt. What? There's no way you That's are. That's what he does. He does superhero movies. That's what he does. Yeah, but that's that's another level entirely. Yeah, if you're making watch, it basically a musical. a musical. Did yeah. you like the, the first Joker? Like is a stretch. It was entertaining. Have you ever seen any... Uh, what about a, it was entertaining? Right, yeah. I, like I don't think it was very and entertaining. And I normally don't like to be entertained, but like even... even <laughs> when you watch movies, <laughs> yeah. That's not why you watch them. Sure. <laughs> Have you ever seen any films by Martin Scorsese? Yes, I love The Departed. Come so on. like when you're watching The Joker mm. and he's just doing Martin Scorsese's things, but way, way worse... That's entertaining to you? He was doing Martin Scorsese things? Yeah. Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver and uh, fucking King of Comedy. King of Comedy. I know. It's got Robert De Niro and it's black and white. Okay. It's, it's a direct. It's a, no, that's rage, Raging Bull. You really got it's the problem. And it's a direct rip of those two Scorsese movies. And by the way, a direct rip that unapologetically they just say, yeah, we're ripping these off. Oh, yeah. They didn't hide it at all. You know, you, you know what the Joker is? It's All Summer Long by Kid Rock. <laughs> oh. Because it's it's three or four classic rock songs everybody together. loves, just really done poorly for for young people that don't know any fucking better. That's amazing. That's really profound. But that's what it is, yeah. isn't it? No, when you put it that way. Oh, I just am so sad. I'm so sad that they're making that movie. Um, Hell House, good, great movie. Yes, huge thumbs recommend. Up. Huge recommend. I think it's on Prime. It oh, is. They're all all three are on Shutter. Oh, all awesome. three. If oh, you'd like to okay. check them out. So, the internet uh, told me to go to uh, Prime. It's included yes, if you have a Prime subscription. Yes. There's it's a bunch extra. of places you can watch it for free, including, I guess, as Je Jester does, just if you steal it. The YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Was it on a bootleg uh, site or was it just uh No, it's just a YouTube page. Right, but it was it like a, was from it, the director was or it movie Hell House, House LLC or? YouTube channel or was it was it J one two four Dundalk? I don't know. It was the first link that came up. All right, I clicked on it. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, Jimmy. I did. What would you give it? I would give it a four at least. Uh, it was it scared the shit out of me. If yeah. anybody likes scary movies, watch it. It's scary. If um if oh you know what he loves? Oh, guess what movie he loves? Oh, oh no. guess. Well, it'll, I'll give you a hint, and it makes us all happy. Is, oh. it a horror, is it a horror movie? It's a horrifying movie. It's a Event movie. Horizon? Oh, yes. Yeah. And there, and, and there is Event Horizon in this movie because you're going that's back. That's how it came it's, up. It's, yeah, it's, like, how it came it's up. like the crew log. That's how it came up. Oh, that's fucking awesome. I brought up Event Horizon. He goes, oh, man, isn't that fucking movie great? They're in space. There's ghosts and shit and demons. I'm like, no, I don't like it. It's too <laughs> fucking scary to me. So you're saying... If I purchased a 4K for you, you'd be upset about it. I wouldn't that. watch it. Okay. It would sit back no. there. And, 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 and even then, okay. I would, Joey Tribbiani, like, I would probably put it in the freezer just so I, <laughs> I just think that it wouldn't. Just to make on. sure it's inert. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to give Hell LLC a four only because Alien, the thing, 
go down the fucking list. I, I mean, it can't be a five or anything above that. But for, but for found footage, it's as good as it. I think it's as good as it gets. So four closer to a four or five for me. I'd say, I'd stick at a three point five just because of the ambiguity of, of the bitch. big reveal, <laughs> the the big the big. What what are they talking about in the field? I think that's really the only thing that okay. re- stuck out to Even me. Even now that I've let you in, well, on if the I have to watch two more movies to find well, it, well, you got to watch two more movies. So, and I will. What do you but, got going on? Oh, you ain't got no bubble hockey to play. Oh, I, boy, if only somebody had given me one of those. Man, what a shit. <laughs> what the really good thing to do is when someone does something wrong to you, you just bring it up over and over and over and over and over again. That's healthy for the friendship. Um, did you guys have any movie stories you want to talk about? Oh, wait, did Dottie score this motion picture? Easy four. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Easy four for me. And I think uh, I'm really happy I, you like this. I went back. I went back to my my log, and I think it was it was at a three point five the last time I watched it, and. Uh, I don't like to look at what I gave it last time until until I'm done sure. with it the second time or the the, the next time. And you really I, are tormented. Yeah, no, dude, <laughs> I, I love it. I, There's I, a reason I, we're pals. I document <laughs> everything, man. I document everything. You guys are both <laughs> and, so tormented. And uh, I was like, I finished it. And I was like, this is a four, easy. This yeah. is so fucking cool. And I was texting everyone, telling them to watch it. So yeah, it's a huge recommend if you like horror movies. I mean, we just spoiled it, but yeah, it's worth watching. <laughs> and also, there's plenty of scares in there that we didn't mention. Yeah. And also, I think that found footage gets a bad rap, and people are turned off by it. So when they see one, maybe they. They skip over it, and um, you shouldn't skip over this. When it's one. when it's done right, I think it's one of the most effective ways. So I completely agree, and I'm very surprised to hear you say that. Now, will you that. listen to a ghost song? One song? Can I choose it? That little Miss Sunshine song. You don't like that song? Oh, it's so good. All right, all right. It Is it about the movie? Um, it might be. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. But you're not going to believe this. They dress up in like robes and shit, and they have face paint. You'd, you'd love it. Um. Did you have a story? Good, I'm sorry. I did not. Good. I, Let's get to my shit story. I was say, it was Wednesday time. Speaking of Wednesday, um, it is Wednesday as we are recording this. It's Friday as you're hearing it. Uh, the Wednesday trailer is out. Uh, that is the, I, I don't know if it's a sequel. I don't know if it's a prequel. It's a reimagining of the Adams family uh, that focuses on, of course, the daughter. Um, it is a teenage angst movie. Um it's hard for me because I love Tim Burton. He's affiliated. I don't think he's directing it. I think he's producing it. Okay. Um, but he's affiliated. I've seen his name attached to it, but I wasn't sure in what capacity. Sure. Um, there's a couple reasons I want to bring this up. One is I don't think you could separate Raul Julia from Gomez Adams hmm. any longer. I, I think he is Gomez Adams. Okay. And the guy that they have playing Gomez in this is, uh, is it Luis Gomez? Luis Guzman. Guzman. Yeah. He's great. Uh, yeah. He's great. He's in a bunch of shit. I like him in everything I've ever seen him in, but he's he's built like me, uh, and he's three <laughs> feet tall, and um, Raul Julia is not. No. Uh, Raul Julia was a dashing, fencing, uh, just an unbelievable portrayal, um, and Angelica Houston, of course, uh, is his opposite, is his wife in this, Karamia, uh, as he said to her about 17,000 times. <laughs> um, they got Kath, not Catherine Zeta-Jones. Um, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. No. It's um no it's um who's the chick from Modern Family, Isn't that who it is? No, Sophia I think it's Vergara. Isn't it Sophia Vergara? I think it's I Catherine think it's, Zeta Jones. Yeah, is it really? It Doesn't matter. Uh, she's <laughs> she's fucking gorgeous. She looks gorgeous in the uh in the in the picture. But it's just though everything feels out of place in the promo photo that they Wesley Adams looks like I I, I don't even know fucking um I I don't even know, not no Pugsley not Wesley Pugsley Pugsley yeah. Adams who's Wesley. Crusher. Who's kind of a smash together of the two kids? Yeah, um, Morticia's too hot. I, I don't. So 
I, I was really upset about the picture. The, okay. the, the picture does not look like it's a Tim Burton Adams family offering. It's one of my favorite movies. I think it's a fantastic comedy. I think it's better than any episode I ever watched of the Adams family, which is a fine show. But um I watched this and then I watched the trailer. And in the trailer, in the first sixty seconds, um a dude's dick gets chewed off. What? In the yeah. first fifteen seconds of the fucking trailer, and I just I don't want to get too into the weeds, but like the Adams family is supposed to be it's it's novel, you know? It's it's a gothic family living it's the Beverly Hillbillies except they're vampires. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's silly. It's silly and it's it looks to be so twenty twenty two'd. It, it's such a fucking bummer to me because I have such fond memories. And I Adams Family Values isn't a great movie, but it's more of them, like as a family doing shit. Gotcha. So I enjoy that as well. Uh Having Tim Burton attached to it is not just de- de- depressing because this is ruined. But every 15 seconds we hear about a Beetlejuice 2 storyline rumor <laughs> where, you know, Winona Ryder's attached, Michael Keaton's attached, like everybody's coming back. And I'm like, if this is what Wednesday's going to be, please don't fucking touch anything else you've ever done I, that I, I can love. See that. Yeah. Uh, I found the whole thing to be... Depressing. I think it's it's odd because the Adams family as a as an IP to to use a terrible term. Sure, it, your industry's term. I would blame it's, you for. Uh, sure, um, that it's all my fault. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that burden. Uh, they it, it's gone through a lot of different iterations over the years. True. The original iteration of the the car, the cartoons uh, were very gruesome. Like they were very like the one panel cartoons that were the origin for the Adams family were really leaned into the macabre. They were okay. they were a well to do family that was kind of a satire of modern society at the time. I guess it was maybe even like the forties and fifties when the, the cartoons started to run. And the the television show kind of put a, a bit of a sheen on that. They still had that aspect, but it was kind of goofy. Like it was fun. And uh, they, they toned down a little bit of the gruesomeness a little bit. Um, and so since then, we've gotten these other interpretations that almost seem to be derived from the TV show. And especially with the, the movies, the Adams Family and Adams Family Values, you see Raul Julia is kind of the natural progression of that Gomez Adams character where he's suave and debonair. And the original Gomez Adams in the cartoon, in the comics, looks like Luis Guzman in this picture. I got you. Which is... and in the, But the, who knows that? Exactly. The two animated features that came out in the last few years were a little bit more closely related, at least visually, to the original cartoons I as well. I have not seen either one of those. I just remember for, the... For kids, right? Yeah. Kids well, I just remember yeah. the posters and the trailers, and I was like, oh, okay, well, that's interesting. They went back to the original designs for the characters. So, But it is weird because those characters shouldn't be... They shouldn't make that transition the way they're drawn into live action because it's going to be unsettling to look at i think it's totally fine i haven't seen them but i think it's totally fine that those animated movies exist because it's i think it's cool that little kids are watching the adams family because i mean kids were watching it when it was on tv Mm -hmm. so i like that there's a medium for like young kids to watch it and then you know ideally you kind of grow up and realize oh there's other versions of this that i can now check out sure but it is interesting that the cartoons while they had the design aspects of the original they really toned down the gruesomeness because they were for kids so it's kind of like they've gone in 
opposite directions. It's just been all over the place as far as adaptations are concerned. But it's I, still Tim Burton involved with it, who's responsible for the films that made a giant pile of money and were yeah. extraordinarily successful. So I, I don't know who you're, you're fucking... Uh, what the target is for this. I would assume the target is what the target is for most things now, where... I don't know. I can only base it off of... First of all, it's Wednesday. It's not the Adams Family. Right. So that kind of leads you down a, a certain path. And then the first trailer is her saying this young boy shouldn't have been allowed to reproduce his piranhas are eating his dick. So it's just... I, to me, it just reeks of everything that everything else reeks of. And um, is it the end of the world? No. I mean, I can still go back and enjoy those those movies. I haven't seen any of the animated movies. So they don't, they don't affect my ability to gotcha. go back and enjoy the, the first one. But it's a bummer to see the person. It would be like, you know, if, they, if, if Tim Burton decided he wanted to do a Batman movie and it just seemed nothing like what we remember him being responsible for with those Batman movies. Yeah, I can totally see that. It's... That is unfortunately the curse of almost all modern pop culture, it seems, is that you you end up having to compartmentalize a lot of the stuff that you used to love, because if you try to reconcile it against the stuff that's come later, it's a, you can kind of get down a, a weird guess, path. But why go down that path again? Why does he yeah. need to go down that, that what, path That's again? what I mean. Like As a fan, you kind of have to start drawing those lines and go, okay, well, does this ruin what came before it, or do I just have to sort of ignore what's coming after but the it. notion of pissing on something that came before you that people enjoyed I, I i don't know why that's ubiquitous i think one of the reasons why maverick is now a top you know seven movie all time is because if you liked the original top gun you'll love this it's giving you more of what you want and if you yeah. don't give a shit about the original top gun you it's can still, still enjoy this and i and, you know hopefully that's a formula that people are taking you know note of because it seems to be incredibly successful but that that's you know yeah i think you can policy. always you can go back and either remake but you don't need to yeah as long as you're not eroding what was there before it's it's cuz we've talked about that with the bioshock 2 syndrome where everybody goes oh it's just more of the same it's like yeah wasn't that great yeah and it's a fine line to walk if you adapt and focus group it a lot you end up with something that doesn't really relate to what came before it and that's the big bummer yeah i mean i think it's clearly for like it's for teenagers, right? Like yeah. it's not for us at all, which is a bummer. Um, we, like we, the we Scream about TV that so show. Many times. You remember like, the Scream TV show? I watched like two or three episodes it was when it nothing aired. Nothing like the movie and, whatsoever. Uh, it didn't really work for me. So it's it, it, that's disappointing. And uh, you know when you talk about how how can Tim Burton be attached? Like he he's what he's executive producing. He didn't direct it, so they right. threw him a shit ton of money. They put his name up in lights. <laughs> and he drew some sketches. Yeah, he drew he, he drew some sketches. He probably shook uh, uh, Jenna Ortega's hand, and then that's that's that. She's too. Here's another problem. That girl is gorgeous, and in the and and this is the trailer again. She's walking in, and there's a bunch of dudes be like, "Get out of here, freak! Hey, pig! We don't want to have anything to do with you." Like, that's not the way dudes work. Yeah, in a different time and place, uh, goth chicks were not as hot as they might be perceived she's, nowadays. Yeah, she's really cute. And you're like, all right, I don't believe you. Like, I, And then you go back and say, well, Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci was not gorgeous when she was playing Wednesday Adams. She looked weird. They all looked weird, except for the parents, because they're the matriarch and the patriarch. But they were still weirdly dressed. They still acted weird. They still hit golf balls into the judge that lived next door. <laughs> Damn you, Adams! I'm going to go home and watch that tonight. And sob. All right, very good. Um, all right, let's. We're done. We're good, right? Everything good? <laughs> Fuck out of here. It's enough. All right, so Lake Hooray Mungo. for Hollywood. Later, Orgy. As always. Oh, oh Orgy, oh. To, are you delivering donuts? Go ahead. Let's try them. Jesus fucking titty. Let's try. Well, while we're waiting for Orgy to come up here with the, the, uh, yes. the delicious autumn offerings, let me tell you about John and 
Tara. No, not that Tara. Oh. Different Tara. They had a beautiful experience working with Joe Azer. They contacted him after months of doing what, guess who? What hot man Ted did. Dumb son of a bitch. Working with a relative that works in real estate. Oh, my God. Just wasting your weekends, wasting your time. Oh, well, she's he's married to my sister, so we're going to buy our house with no Get it done. Find the house you want. Joe's got all the houses in the world. He's got them pre-market. A lot of these things, you're not even going to have to bid against other people because Joe can just hook you up. It'll be a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge (laughs) with him. Be like John and Tara. Don't be like Ted and the poor girl that's married to Ted. Go ahead and call Joe Azer, 571-989-Azer. You only think that marriage is going to last between Ted and his wife? We know it's over. 571-989-2937. Well, you know what I'm talking about. really interesting ad copy here. No one can really operate under the pressure of being married to a full-blown, stupid, uh, autistic man. Who's Um, more successful than he's ever been in his entire life. That's a really good point. He's very powerful and rich. (laughs) This copy is very strange. 571-989-Azer. Call up Joe Azer and tell him that you want a perfect housing situation and that is what he will deliver to you if you guys are going to talk please do it away from the microphone especially when i'm doing a live read orgy beard you want me to do a quick impression of orgy beard i'm gonna do it you guys ready for it here's my impression of orgy beard you ready (laughs) me (laughs) that's pretty good <laughs> I believe Orgy was giving you the lowdown on these donuts. Oh, really? Nice. What do you bring here? In the face of commerce. Let's we take have a look. four. We have Orgy, you can shake your fist. Well, Orgy, you got Isn't there another mic over there? He can tell us what type of donuts oh, yeah. he is, can he? Come on up here, Orgy. Whoa, those are some tight slacks. God damn. Uh, hey, man, can I get a, hey, man, get a tall boy when you're done with that donut, please? If you don't mind? Thank you, bud. Or you could just sit right there. That's fine, too. That's sure. I'll, I'll get it later. I gotcha. I'll get it after the show. Thank you. Hello, Orgy. Howdy, sir. No. <laughs> Chester, please mark that. I need that in the system. Howdy, sir. Uh, what do we have here for tonight? Uh, we've got a pumpkin cake, a pumpkin spice glazed, a pumpkin latte, and then pumpkin cheesecake filled. All from Krispy Kreme, I would All assume. Krispy Kreme. There's four That's different four? types. Four? Four. Look at goat. <laughs> <laughs> it's proof that God exists, <laughs> and he wants me to be happy. Thank you. Thank you very much. Might be the only proof that anyone wants me to be happy. I would agree. Certainly no one on this table. That's true. All right. Um, go, you go ahead and choose which one we're going right. to try first. Which one is this orgy? You got to say it into the microphone, or nobody knows. That's the pumpkin cake. All right, I'm going with the pumpkin cake. The pumpkin first. cake. I am the pumpkin cake. That would be what you would say, of course, if you were the mayor of Halloween Town. Would anyone else like yeah, one? I want of half these? of yours. I'm, I'm gonna need. You want half of this one? Here. How dare you? I, I, I need a whole one. Are you? I can go, go half. All right, I'll go halfsies with Dottie. Okay. I'm gonna go halfsies right. with Dottie. Do you mind if I touch your donut? That's fine. Oh God, I remember. Give me the side the coat didn't touch. <laughs> Jester, would Been you like beating off the Jeff Halpern uh, yes. all the afternoon? There we go. Give me half. Are these available now at uh, Krispy Kreme? Correct. All sir. right, pass them around. Is everybody trying them? I see Joe's already get balls deep. There's a lot of chewing going on out there. How do you see that? Oh, this is the squid game for me. Wait, which one is this filled with? I see there's a filling in this one. There is. I thought this one was just pumpkin cake. No, no look at that. Look at the look at the goop in the middle. You see the goop? Mm. Let me try it. Oh, this sucks. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> eat any more of these. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. Which one is this? Pumpkin cake? This is the cake. Yeah. Can I have that mm. other half pack? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. 
What on earth? There's nothing not to like here. God damn it. <laughs> They've done it again. They've done it again. Why doesn't spinach taste like this? <laughs> no kidding, right? Oh, God. Dude, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> there is leaking. We have confirmation of leaking. <laughs> that is... Oh, my God. Who makes that? <laughs> I want him dead. <laughs> what is the point of trying any of the other ones? I mean, it can't be as good as that. That's a fair point. What well, else we try? Another one of the ones is uh, a what? pumpkin spice dough with the original glaze on it. All right, let's try that. <laughs> is that this one here? <laughs> Daddy, split it with me, please. Yeah, yeah. Oh, me on your napkin God. Jesse? Mm -hmm. Huh? Mm. Oh, here. There's a napkin for you. Did you guys all get a chance to try these? Ant-Man already crushed it, is what I've been told. Oh, Monk has diabetes. I see him three fingers deep in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's this? It's an original glazed, but with a pumpkin spice dough. So it's still yeast raised. Mm. I'm going to try it. Well, that just goes away. Wow. God fucking damn it. <laughs> How are you supposed to rate that? A five. They don't buy no advertising. Mm -mm. <laughs> oh. That one just turns into flavor as soon as you start chewing it. It's just, it's, th there's no, there's no other way to put what it. What if they put a gun up to your mom's head and they said, stop eating this donut or she's dead? <laughs> what would you do? I'd, I'd, I'd ask her if it was okay with her. And she'd probably give me the thumbs up. How long you been around, Ma? She's like, you know what? Enjoy the donut. My, mouth, my mouth would be full. So I'm full of pineapple right now. Put the whole thing in my mouth. I'd sound like Ponda Baba. <laughs> you best watch yourself. Hey, we're going to kill your mom if you don't stop eating that donut. <laughs> he likes the donuts. I'll be careful. You'll be full. This little one's not worth your effort. Come, let me get you a non-seasonal donut. <laughs> we should choose between the last two. We should. What else is left? What's, what's what? left, Georgie? There's uh, nothing we, left, is there? We've got a pumpkin latte. Okay. Uh, so that's got a coffee uh, uh, uh -huh. frosting on top. Shut your whore mouth and bring it over here. <laughs> Wait, just, what's this other no, one? Let's just do that. <laughs> okay. The other one just is it. the same dough as you just had, but with a pumpkin cheesecake filling. Do that love of oh fuck. Should we do that first? Or should we break up the glaze? Do we just want to go... Bring the cheesecake one! Yeah, yeah let's get, the, get that one. These are the cheesecake yeah, ones, okay. correct. Okay. Throw them out! <laughs> God damn it! Jesse? Are you shitting me? <laughs> what? Here, take this. <laughs> Please. Please make it stop. It's fucking late! It's nine o'clock! When they usually only have three flavors... The fact that there are four varieties is just that's them being they're they're cheating at you this the, point. Big 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 half or little. I don't care. Thank you. Which one's this? Pumpkin Steve. cheesecake oh, filled. There's cheesecake in the fucking middle. It's like a custard. And let's uh, don't drop it. Whatever you do. Oh, it's like the, the it's like Satan. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh wow. Wow. It's a taste sensation. What are we all Shit. supposed to do? What is there left? I mean, 
be fat I'm and happy. Cutting, I'm supposed, the, cutting the wheel hard to the left on the way home. I'm supposed to wake up and have an egg white omelet. Is that what's going to happen? Yeah. Egg white frittatas for all. Bitch. Bitch. Yeah. It's a good thing I'm going to the dentist tomorrow. You stuck his head. Take a swing at him. What do you think about this? Oh, uh, you should really cut back. Screw you! Oh, yeah? Just take that little water thing and put it right in his eye. <laughs> Naked gun style. <sighs> That's good. I'm glad we did those back to back. Is there a fourth one? Yeah. I don't want it. Can you put it in this napkin? <laughs> this is the latte one? Or yes, this is the latte one. This is one. the latte one? So it's going to have that same dough you just had, but with a coffee cream frosting on top. And there's like a sprinkle on the outside. Oh, yeah, it looks like there's a cinnamon yeah, like sugar a cinnamon sprinkle sugar on the kind of thing. It'd be nice not to disappoint my wife when I remove my shirt. It'd be nice if one day that happened. What I would do is I'd just give her a bite of that first cake one I had. What do you want? What do you want me to do? I understand completely. What? How? What are you? Look what I'm up against. <laughs> just, 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 wow. You, yeah. don't, you don't know what I'm up against. Why would they do it? And here's why orgy period is the C word. I can fucking, <laughs> I can fucking drive by a Krispy Kreme. I can do it. Mm -hmm. I don't do it often, but mm -hmm. I can. I can't when they're here. When they're here. Mm -mm. What's this? When they're just dropped in your lap. What the fuck? <laughs> pumpkin God spice damn latte. It, it's a pumpkin spice latte donut. I smell coffee. I got it in my nose. Oh. Oh. Holy shit, man. <laughs> what the fuck? I got it on the table. <laughs> oh, man. Ghost Delirious. I think that's, oh, I think that's man. what Facebook made for the cotton candy donut. <laughs> I could eat a dozen of these. Wow. I can't fucking believe how, how much time I just ate. on the treadmill. How much? Uh, All day, three hours, three and a half hours straight, no breaks. There's no God with the full incline and all resistance. You think there's the a God? That thing, maybe there is. Maybe this is the. This apple. is it, this is in the basement of the uh, Abaddon Hotel. Fine, send yeah. me down there. <laughs> I'll be balls deep in that clown's mouth by the time I'm done with that first donut. Come here, you fucking. What do you think? You, what are you gonna do? That's gonna stop me from eating this donut. Sweet, uh, merciful crap. Those are delicious. <sighs> We've ate a dozen donuts in a matter of 45 I don't seconds. like pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it come out so early? <laughs> fucking losers. The pumpkin, dude, the pumpkin Enjoy your latte. ham and egg donuts, you fucking twats. <laughs> what? The pumpkin latte is... I'm comfortable making the declaration that that's oh. the best donut I've ever had. Yeah, I think we definitely... Built the donut pyramid appropriately no, there. The first one was. Do you think? The greatest thing I've ever had in my life. God damn it. <laughs> Do you remember that fucking Pop Tart Anthony brought earlier? <laughs> I want to kill him! I turned it down when they passed it around. Hold him down, Monk. <laughs> Is that the one that's still sitting over yeah, here on right, the table? Right <laughs> We're all going to take turns fucking his butt tonight! Yeah, don't tempt him. <laughs> bitch! Bitch! They're gone, right? Are the are the, the donuts gone? They're gone. No. Oh, they're gone! Yes, they are, Anthony. I have to live in a world where they're gone. <laughs> Krispy Kreme donuts, they suck. They don't buy advertising. Don't buy them. <laughs> Mugs Barbecue. That's where all the donuts are. Wow, wow, wow. What a Mugs Barbecue. Joe Azer, he's got the donuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Oh, I'm going to puke. I'm going to puke. Oh, man. Well, that's quite the grand finale, isn't it? I've never been so sad in my life. <laughs> well, at least you only ate halvesies. Dottie's yeah, shook. Look how shook Dottie is. Mm-hmm. I can see how shook you are. When you have a sugar spike and then a crash within a space of 10 minutes, that's really something. I'm so upset I was nice and shared mine. I know. You shared it with me. Can you imagine someone had a knife up to your ribs? Like, all you got to do to walk away is not eat that donut. <laughs> that thing would be in my kidney. <sighs> Don't know what to tell you, buddy. These donuts are too damn good. <laughs> You're bleeding out on the sidewalk. So sorry. I, by the way. I wish I loved anything as much as Goat loves donuts. He's had a, a pep in his step ever since we had those donuts. I'm, I'm really glad he has things to say because I'm just. He's like, I was right. You all were wrong. Yes. Donuts. Oh yes. My God, dude. We got to figure out a way to get a big giant donut with a seat in it for Goat to drive to work. You know how incredible that would be? It made the Jetsons noise. Five. Yeah, yeah, all the way around. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like I said, they've done it again. Those magnificent <laughs> bastards. Oh, now I'm feeling all the weird stuff. Oh, yeah. You know. Start seeing things. <laughs> There's also, like, the gills. You're just like, I could just oh, feel sweat under my that. pits. Oh, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was so fucking good. Yeah, I think my heart rate went up about 20 in the, as I've been eating these, but it would be like if Pam Anderson, like if you had a a, a, a time machine, right? Mm -hmm. You go back to 1995, mm -hmm. and she's like, "I've got herpes," and then she pulls down her bikini bottoms, and you're like, "Well, well, <laughs> again, fuck, uh, you know, it's one pill a night. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Nobody has to know. God damn it! The sores only show up from time to time. You're fine. Gross. <laughs> yeah, especially on your cheeks." I'm going to be at the beach next summer, and my fat gut's going to unfurl and be like, remember those pumpkin spice crispy creams? It's so worth it. I'll be right there next to you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing Ken Shamrock never had one of those no. crispy cream donuts. <laughs> Maybe one, cumulatively, over the entire course of his career. What about Lance Storm? Do you think he ever had one? Again, one. <laughs> he said one total. He said yeah. like one sixteenth of every dozen donuts that's been in his life. What about life. the living weapon, Steve Blackman? Oh, no you think chance. He's ever had a donut? No, he's actually spurned them with violence <laughs> and threatened people who had them in his vicinity. Yeah. I'm driving 10 miles under the whole way home. <laughs> Just because of the donuts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Problem is, Dodson's erection is going to keep hitting the accelerator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, officer. I had some donuts. <laughs> I can't stop it. It's hanging down there. <laughs> All right. Hooray for Hollywood. LVP. Yeah. Zorgy Beard. <laughs> LVP. The Zorgy didn't bring any blue Akai, Akai bowls. We should stop cursing out Ant-Man and start cursing out Orgy. All right. Uh, you know, it probably would make these things taste any better if we, uh, we had them south of the board. Oh, Really? If we watched the movie show Old wait, wait, South wait, of the Border, I fucked it we up. would just keep talking and talking and talking oh, forever. Yes. We'd have to stop at some point, right? Well, I'm tired of talking, Dukes. I just want to go home and get drunk. Off a donut. Off a donut. <laughs> <laughs>